0: Three Dog Thursday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Use our promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag promo code SGP. We're also brought to you in part by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for instant deposit match up to $50. That's ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks from cappers and bettors, including the crew from the SGPN. Better than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all their free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. We're also brought to you in part by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP.
1: Football fans, it's time to go on the record for this week's matches. Pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday.
0: Now here's your host, TJ Reeves. Well, welcome in, folks. We have made it to the end of 2020 as this podcast gets released on Three Dog Thursday. It is the final day of the year. Happy New Year. It is New Year's Eve. Uh, And depending on when you're hearing the podcast, perhaps you are hearing us already in 2021 after Thursday and on the weekend, et cetera, because the show does stay relevant beyond just Thursday on these football weekends. Great to have you with us one more time here In 2020, as we're doling out the underdogs, had a blast last weekend. Uh, My senior handicapper, Brian Edwards, will be with us here in just a bit to talk more about the underdogs for this weekend, college football playoff in the NFL. He hit last week in the bowl game with the UT San Antonio Roadrunners plus the 14. That one hit for Three Dog Thursday purposes. I had the Raiders in that crazy finish with the Dolphins where they killed their own playoff chances by allowing Miami to get the last second field goal on that pass by Ryan Fitzpatrick that was completed, plus a personal foul on the Raiders for the face mask. Got the Dolphins in field goal range, yet it was still a cover for the Raiders, plus two and a half, to only lose by one. I'll take that. Brian came back with the Steelers, and boy, did the Steelers come back down by 17. The outright win as a home doggy, and I had the Cowboys as the home doggy with the Eagles. Four for four on Underdogs this weekend, if you listen to us. On Three Dog Thursday, we're here to bring you more of that underdog love one more time here in 2020 and flipping the calendar to 2021. Obviously, the college football playoff semifinals on Friday, New Year's Day, the NFL final Sunday, all in 2021. But you know what I mean right now here on Three Dog Thursday. So again, Brian will be here to talk college football. Uh, We look forward to talking with him about the Alabama-Notre Dame and Ohio State-Clemson matchups trying to get in the semifinals uh, he also has a couple of other underdogs that he's looking at in college football, as do I for this weekend. Again, with the full disclaimer that there may be games that aren't played because of COVID-19. Uh, we've already seen a couple of bowl games get taken down. I told you that was going to happen last week. The Music City Bowl not being played. The Texas Bowl not being played. I think it's It's now up to 16 bowl games that, that have not been played that were scheduled uh, because of COVID-19 and not having enough teams and teams not able to play. What a mess. But Brian will be here to sort through it. We'll talk college football with him. That is coming up. Also coming up, our YouTube roundtable, looking forward to a special version where we're going to talk some football. Todd Grisham, formerly of ESPN, Grisham does a lot of announcing, including boxing uh, for the Dezone streaming channel. I'm anxious to talk with him on football, and also my buddy Marquise Johns will be here from the Big Fight Weekend boxing site and podcast. We're going to double dip. We're going to get two parts of the same interview, football conversation with Todd and Marquise. Marquise is a huge Lions fan. He lives here in the Tampa Bay area, and boy, did the Lions take it on the chin from the Bucks last week. So Marquise and Todd and I will be talking football on the YouTube roundtable for this podcast for Three Dog Thursday. And we're also talking boxing with a big lightweight fight, a contender fight between Californian uh, Ryan Garcia taking on uh, England's Luke Campbell. This is Saturday night in Dallas. The winner gets a title shot in the 135-pound battle. Garcia, a real up-and-comer uh, right now out of the United States, undefeated. Todd Grisham, Marquise, and I will be talking about that on the Boxing Podcast, on the Big Fight Weekend Boxing Podcast that is part of the Sports Gambling Network podcast of shows here. So again, a double a double feature, if you will. Some football with Grisham and Marquise on this podcast, Three Dog Thursday, and some boxing on the boxing podcast with these guys uh, coming up. So we'll do that, and we'll have that here for you. And we also remind you to be with us here as part of 3Dog Thursday, however you found us, social media links, Sports gambling podcast network of shows. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get a podcast, subscribe, rate us, review us. Again, we have come off of another month where thousands and thousands and thousands of you are finding us We are glad that you do so. Get us automatically by subscribing to Three Dog Thursday. Rate us and review us. We move right up the rankings when you rate us and review us through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, through Google Podcasts. Give us a rating. Love to have that as part of 3-Dog Thursday. All right, so we're going to get into all the football stuff. NFL later on in the show. What a crazy weekend that it is going to be with all the playoff scenarios. Who's in, who's out for all of the seeding. I mean, we saw all of the dramatic games last weekend. Again, that Steeler comeback that was huge for them. They now have clinched. They don't have to beat the Browns. They've already won the North because they have the tiebreaker and they're going to probably be resting some players. But the game means everything for Cleveland after their awful loss to the Jets last week. Neither Brian nor I had the Jets on Three Dog Thursday. How about the Jets as double-digit underdogs outright win the game back-to-back weeks after being 0-13? It's a crazy NFL season, that's for sure. Uh, Seattle went ahead and clinched the West by beating the Rams uh, last week. We saw the Atlanta Falcons go toe-to-toe with Kansas City. Shoulda, coulda, woulda won that game. The the Chiefs showed some vulnerability in that one. This is a week-to-week league, folks, and here we go with the final weekend with all the playoff scenarios. We'll get into that coming up uh, with Brian in our final segment. And and again, I'm going to sneak some of it in our middle segment Uh, As well, here on Three Dog Thursday, talking NFL, including the AFC playoff picture, where you've got four teams that are in separate games that control their destiny in the Titans, the Dolphins, the Browns, and the Ravens. They win, they're in. They need no other help. The, The Colts need help. They need to win and get help. But four teams can win, and they don't need any help so you've got that going on and over in the nfc you've got three teams battling for the final two spots in the wild card the rams and cardinals are two of those teams playing each other in la and meantime at the same time the bears must get a win against the green bay packers to assure themselves of a playoff spot and green bay has incentive to win so so much nfl to talk about uh when we get to it here in the final segment of the show, so in any event, I hope you're doing well as we come to the end of 2020. I'm going to say something uh, right here before we get into all the football conversation and the picks. Uh, I, I am I am not somebody that uh, that visits the site Barstool Sports very often and BarstoolSports.com and their their uh, video content and their website, but I do have to say this. Bravo here on the Three Dog Thursday podcast. To everybody associated with that site, the owner, the founder of it, uh, Dave Portnoy, uh, known as the Stool Presidente on social media, if you are not aware, and you're probably not aware unless you stumbled onto this on social media because it's not getting any other mainstream media attention, which is mind-boggling, the idea that they had at Barstool Sports was, we want to help small businesses. We want to help by the thousands, the small business owners, if we can, who are dying right now due to COVID-19 financially. Because of all of the lockdowns, they've not gotten the government assistance that they need. So he started the idea of we want to help. We want these people to participate, tell us why we should help you, share their story— And I don't know about you, I don't know if you've discovered this, but go to BarstoolSports.com and and the stories about their fun. Go to Portnoy's Social Media Stool Presidente or anything with Barstool Sports and watch time and again where he is making a FaceTime call to these different businesses and saying, I'm going to help you not just one time, not just a one-time payment of $5,000 or something. We're going to continue to sustain you in 2021 for a while here to keep you up and running. And they're asking for people to donate, and all across the sports landscape, the media landscape, fans of Barstool Sports have been donating. They've raised over $10 million, $10 million at the time that I'm taping this to help these businesses. And Dave Portnoy is making one tremendous phone call after another to see the raw emotion of these people who had... No expectation of anybody being able to help them, government or otherwise, while they're going under. Businesses that have been around 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, families, generations still involved, uh, parents, their their kids that are now running the business that, that were looking very starkly at going under in the first part of this year. Uh, again, financially facing ruin. Uh, while all this insanity is going on with lockdowns, I understand the health and the safety, uh, et cetera. I'm fortunate that I live in a state in the state of Florida where it hasn't been completely locked down. I know for a lot of people in a lot of different regions of the country, it has been locked down for months and months and months and months. And you are killing small business people by not allowing them to safely open and operate in social distance and enforce mask regulations and practice good hygiene and operate safely. So again, uh, thank you for indulging me for a minute or two. Barstool Sports, good on you. I don't agree with everything they do. It's not family-oriented. A lot of it is for attention. Look at us. Uh, it is the cheap way out. It is the stupid Neanderthal way out. That's fine. They want to have audience that way. They want to make money that way. Beautiful. What? Uh, whatever. It's America. We don't have to watch. We don't have to listen. My point is you should be watching this. You should check it out. Uh, I mean, the, the second one that I watched, I have a smile on my face. The third one, I start getting choked up. The fourth or fifth one, I'm, I'm I, I got a tear in my eye watching him help business after business and saying to them, we're going to be there for you. Again, Barstool Sports to help you pay your bills and stay open in February and March and April. You're going to go into the fund and into the program, and as long as you need us to help sustain you in the short term, we're going to help you. That's a great thing. Forget about wins and losses on the field or on the court right now or on the hockey ice coming up next month uh, in the boxing ring, etc. Winners. What Barstool, their fans, and everybody that's donating – Across the board, I mean, I've seen Tom Brady of the Buccaneers. I've seen Scott Van Pelt of ESPN. I've seen numerous other media uh, people, celebrities, et cetera, wanting to help out. But thousands of their viewers uh, and and people have been donating. Uh, again, it, it is just neat to watch this. Go to their social media, and you will see example after example all over the country of small businesses that they are helping. So, again, bravo. Free plug to Barstool Sports for what they're doing Uh, Because they're doing far more than what the local and state governments, much less the federal government, is doing to help a lot of these businesses who have been pleading, pleading for a way to financially survive while it's locked down or while their business is greatly damaged from nobody being able to show up because of COVID-19. So, uh, tremendous on them. I just wanted to put that out there as part of Three Dog Thursday. So, with that out of the way, with all the discussion uh, ready to come on all the football. Are you ready? One more time for the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Let's get into it. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State in the Friday semifinals for the college football playoff with all the other bowl games. That's up first. We've got much more on the way with, with NFL talk, et cetera. Let's get rolling right now. Yes, indeed. It is a New Year's Eve edition of the only digital radio show that loves to mix it up about those underdogs. And he is back in here one more time in 2020 at the time we're releasing this podcast. We do not flip the calendar until Thursday night, but thank God we get to do that. Brian Edwards of MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. So it's good to have you. Uh, Welcome in. We've got a ton of football, including college football playoff semifinals, mayhem final Sunday in the NFL regular season to decide all the playoff teams and the slots. We got a lot to roll our sleeves up and get into one more time in 2020. We got one day left in the year as this podcast uh, unveils. How you feeling?
2: Feeling good, man. Hope you had a great Christmas. And uh, I, uh, I was, I hated that one of my underdogs, Arkansas, uh, got had to get canceled. But uh,
0: yes. Got got got,
2: got, got one underdog for you here.
0: Well, we mentioned, you you got a couple of them last weekend, and we mentioned there would be some college games that would get wiped out, and that has happened with the Music City Bowl and the Texas Bowl, and who knows, Brian, there may be another game or two by the time This show unveils and the weekend gets going. There may have to, I don't want this to happen. There may have to be another game or two that gets wiped out because of COVID-19. It's only fitting in 2020. But you did peg a couple of different underdogs. You had UT San Antonio, UTSA in their bowl game last week. Cha-ching. Successful on that. Uh, from Three Dog Thursday's show last week. I had the Raiders later on Saturday night against the Dolphins in that crazy, bizarre, wild finish where they blew the lead, blew the game, yet still found a way to cover, only losing by one point. And then you and I both hit. You hit with the Steelers, and I hit with the Cowboys, both as home underdogs. We gave out four underdogs on the show last week, so congrats. And I should make mention, Brian and I are taping on the day before Three Dog Thursday here, and the Florida-Oklahoma game has not yet played in the Cotton Bowl. And you remember, Brian, that I said I liked the Sooners, even before all the updates on all the the uh, the Gator uh, receivers in particular and guys opting out and stuff. The Sooners were getting three points, so I said that last week that I like them then. We don't know that result. Bryant is hoping that the Gators still roll with Kyle Trask at quarterback, but we don't know that result of that underdog right now at the time that we are taping. But we've got the New Year's Six Bowl games. We've got the college football playoff semifinals. And let's hope that all of this, most of this or all of this, gets sorted out and gets played because it should be exciting stuff over the next few days, right?
2: Yeah, and if if you listened to TJ last week and bought an Oklahoma plus three ticket, you're sitting pretty because you can buy a Florida plus seven ticket right now uh, <laughs> with all the odds.
0: <laughs> yes, ten
2: point ten point heads there.
0: Yeah, that that ended up being quite a swing. We were speculating if it, it because if it was only Pitts and Tony and one other receiver, might it be six or seven points? It's turned out that it's even bigger. Uh, and, and and one quick one here because we saw this in the Tuesday night. A Miami game with Oklahoma State, where De'Eric King suffered what looks like a nasty knee injury. Hopefully, it's not bad. They're gonna they're gonna give a further update on Wednesday and Thursday, and we don't have that info on De'Eric King, the Miami quarterback. So there's a lot of people out there saying Kyle Trask has about 20 million reasons to not play this this Cotton Bowl game because something similar could happen to him in a game that doesn't mean anything mean anything for. Uh, Florida, but it means everything for his future NFL career, which the clock starts as soon as this game is over. The clock starts on his NFL career. Brian, what's your take on that? Because you lean Gators. That's your guy. Heisman candidate. Great season. He's slated to play against Oklahoma. But what, what do you make of this in light of the year at King Miami injury?
2: Uh, well, my sister asked me the same question. You know, what what's the story with Trask? And, and I said Gatorness putting that orange and blue uniform on one more time and securing victory for the mighty thats (laughs) deal. But, uh, and that, that, that might be worth more than 20 million to some people. So, um, I, I actually think Emory Jones will play a lot. And certainly if the game gets out of hand in, in either direction, I think Mullen, uh, will take him out, but I think Trask will, uh, We'll play early and often, and uh, we'll see
0: how it goes. All right, so we'll find out on that. And again, it's a different argument if they were playing in these semifinal games, where you know you could make sure. the same argument, obviously, about Trevor Lawrence or Devontae Smith or pick-a-player uh, here, Najee Harris, the Alabama running back. You can make that same argument, but if they're playing in a a semifinal playoff game for a shot at the national championship, that's different. But I understand uh, pride uh, as well. I mean, it's interesting, the North Carolina, all the North Carolina players that were opting out, even though they're playing in the Orange Bowl coming uh, on Saturday night, kind of along the same lines here of what we're talking about. They're looking at their NFL futures for that game with Texas A&M and saying, no, thanks. So it's it's I don't I do not blame them especially when Dierick King could have elected to turn pro and probably been at least a second maybe a third round pick something like that in the NFL and now he's got an injury and we hope it's not serious from that Miami Oklahoma State game. All right, so let's get into the two games um that matter the most and then pick some underdogs out of all of this. Alabama Notre Dame will be up first. The relocated Rose Bowl is at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. This is in the new year, so coming Friday, Happy New Year semifinal game with Bama and Notre Dame. The later game is the Sugar Bowl, Clemson and Ohio State. So let's uh, let's get into it, Brian. Uh, first of all, Alabama, outrageous twenty point, nineteen point, twenty point favorite. Give me a quick assessment.
2: Yeah, biggest spread in college football playoff history. Um, I'd stay away from the underdog and uh, just some stats to throw at you. Uh, Alabama in the first half, they are minus eleven, and they've covered in the first half in seven straight. And their only non-covers in the first half all year uh, came in the game at home versus Georgia and the game at Ole Miss. They're 9-2 and two against the spread in the first half. So uh, there you can kind of get what I'm thinking.
0: Yes, So, and, you, and you're big on those uh, halftime lines as well for the second half of the game. Do you believe that Notre Dame, and we saw Clemson really boat race them uh, with big pass plays in the ACC title game a couple of weeks ago. Can they contain Devontae Smith and company enough for the deep passing game to keep this one interesting? It doesn't seem to, it doesn't seem to me in hearing the tone of your voice that you think that'll be the case, that you think big plays for Alabama and no, the Notre Dame defense that we saw earlier in the year, that's not going to translate against the SEC here.
2: No, I think Alabama scores at least 50. Um, Now, I I think Notre Dame can score. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they scored as many as 24 to 28, and and I definitely uh, think the over is the play on the total. But I I think Alabama gets 50, unless unless they just hit the brakes and, and, you know, unless they hold Notre Dame to a real low number and hit the brakes. Offensively and start mil- milking clock in the third quarter.
0: And, and one more time, because Brian Kelly was saying this earlier in the week in the college football playoff press conference, the pre-semifinal press conference, where he was basically saying that he doesn't understand where all the hate comes uh, against them because they, they continue to deliver, they continue to be relevant. I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing here. He doesn't see the controversy with, with why they're always uh, up near the top. Uh, One of the reasons is they get in this biggest game and they get whacked. And Clemson did it to them a couple of years ago uh, in the Cotton Bowl in AT&T Stadium. Same stadium, different named game, different opponent. And I was there, Brian Edwards, for that BCS title game beat down Alabama in Miami against Notre Dame. I think A.J. McCarron just threw another touchdown pass to another Alabama player in that game. They got destroyed in that game. And it's not a good look here, once again, if Notre Dame gets demolished by Alabama. Let's just wait and see. Do you have a, you have a thought there? Brian Kelly was just kind of almost smugly saying, we're Notre Dame. We should be considered anyway. And, and yet, all of us that observe, that watch, that root say, yeah, but you keep getting blown away in, in the biggest games.
2: Well, I, I mean, I agree with him in the extent that, you know what, Clemson and Alabama have been temp-slapping a lot of other teams the last five, six years and change, and, and longer uh, as well. So, he, he's right in that regard. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, is there a shame in, in getting your butt, butt whipped by Clemson and Alabama? I mean, you know, not necessarily, but uh, that's what's going to happen to
0: them again. And, and by the way, for all those that are saying, well, it's the same teams every year, it's playoff fatigue, blah, blah, blah. Well, somebody go beat them. I'm with you. Go beat Clemson. Go beat Alabama in the regular season and, and knock them out uh, and, and let somebody else get in. And until you can't, you can't complain with the system that exists. Clemson is clearly the best program the last decade in the ACC. They keep proving it over and over again, and they've done damage in the playoff. I mean, really, with the exception, uh, you know, last year they did lose to LSU, but with the exception of Alabama, nobody else has beaten them in the playoff in these games. And they've they've gotten the better of Alabama a couple of times, so we'll wait and see. By the way, Devontae Smith now minus 180 for the Heisman Trophy, Brian Edwards, uh, at, at some of the latest gambling slots and spots. He is considered the favorite with Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Trash trailing right behind him. Are we going to see this? You and I, I think, agree. I saw Devontae Smith in person three times this year. I think he's the best player, regardless of of him not being a quarterback. I think he deserves the Heisman Trophy Award. And remember, they haven't uh, gotten the vote in yet here before the semifinal game. I think this could be the final punctuation here for Devontae Smith.
2: Um, I think Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Pitts are the two best players in the country, but I think Devontae Smith or Kyle Trask deserves the Heisman and because Devontae Smith is on the better team that – is the favorite to win the playoff, I think Devontae Smith should 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 get the Heisman. But I think Trevor Lawrence and Kyle Pitts are the best players, but that's irrelevant because they didn't play every game, so Devontae will get it, I believe.
0: Interesting. Voice of Brian Edwards, MajorWager.com, Vegas Insider. We're talking college football playoff. A couple of underdogs coming here as well. All right, second game is Clemson, Ohio State. We have seen this uh, in the college football playoff a couple of times, including last year, a wild game in the Fiesta Bowl controversial call where it looked like a fumble that was going to be Ohio State's ball and a fumble return for a touchdown. Instead, they overruled it. They said incompletion, big momentum play. Clemson went on to win. That was not the only play that mattered, but it was a significant play. Ohio State fan is still upset about that 52 weeks later. They are lucky to just be in this game at only 6-0 and against Clemson. Do they have a shot to hang in here with Trevor Lawrence, ETN running the ball? Uh, what do you believe here in the sugar bowl on Friday night, Ryan?
2: I I, th- I think it's this Clemson uh, Ohio state played two decent teams and I'm not going to give them, well, Indiana's good, but, uh, and you know, they struggled. I mean, they were fortunate to get a pick six against Indiana. They were fortunate to get some late fourth quarter stops against Indiana To win by seven at home and then they got an early field goal against northwestern but northwestern took the lead shortly thereafter and led until very late in the third quarter and if northwestern gets decent quarterback play they have a great chance to win that game so i'm not that impressed with with ohio state now do they have plenty of talent to hang around yeah and they probably will hang around but i would avoid the underdog in that game
0: And Clemson, obviously, uh, again, demolished Notre Dame, and they are primed to be in the championship game here as a a 7.5 or 8-point favorite, depending on where you're looking. I had that Ohio State team in the Big Ten title game on Compass Media Networks on National Radio with Tiki Barber. Again, they were unimpressive is the word that I will use for a lot of that game. They, They had only played... Uh this was only their second game in 6 weeks when they played that game they looked like a team that was rusty. They did not Brian have Chris Olave, the star wide receiver in that game. It's believed he is healthy, COVID healthy and ready to play in the Sugar Bowl. Let's see if Ohio State can hang in with Clemson. I don't I don't think that uh that they will ultimately here uh in this one. Um, all right, and, and uh, very interesting for you. You've got up on MajorWager.com an item where you're writing about what the spreads might be depending on the winners. I, I don't believe that Notre Dame has much of a shot, so we'll leave them out of the equation. So if it's Alabama against, let's say, Clemson, what would you have that line at, would you think right now? What are you guys thinking at MajorWager.com?
2: Oh, I would have it. Probably Alabama, well, it depends on how impressive Clemson is coming up here in the semis, but uh, I would have it right now at Alabama 6 or 7, but DraftKings has Alabama at minus 3.5 and a a minus 105 price, plus 3.5, minus 117 price for Clemson. The over-under is 69.5, Alabama minus 152 on the money line, Clemson plus 118 on the money line. If it ends up being uh Alabama and Ohio State. Uh I would have Alabama uh, uh fourteen wow. to fifteen. But right now uh DraftKings has Alabama at uh nine and a half um and the total is seventy two and a half in Ohio State plus two twenty five on the money line.
0: Wow. And and I say wow because that would be on the heels of them upsetting Clemson. You still believe that line would be that high because it's Alabama. You've joked with me for the last couple of years we've done the show. Let's remember it is Alabama, right? That would be your feeling on why that line would right. be that big?
2: Well, yeah. And I mean, I, I guess it would actually, you know, now that I think about it, okay, Ohio State would be upgraded from a power ranking perspective with a win over Clemson. So yeah that does kind of make a little but more still sense Alabama- but still
0: Alabama has basically beaten everybody down the stretch by double figures. and I believe at the time that we're talking here in advance of that, that Notre Dame game a couple days out, they're gonna beat Notre Dame by double figures. So it would make sense they would be a double figure favorite, uh, especially against Ohio State that I'm with you on that.
2: Yeah, their four closest games, they won by 6, 15, 17, and 19. Every other game, they've won by 28 or more.
0: <laughs> so it makes sense uh, on that. All right, a few more moments left in the college segment. Again, with the understanding there are other games besides the semifinal games in and around New Year's Day and then on Saturday. Do you have an underdog, because it is Three Dog Thursday after all, do you have an underdog that stands out for you, sir?
2: Yeah, Um Like I said, I would have been on Arkansas. Unfortunately, that game's gone. So, I'm on North Carolina State plus two and a half to Kentucky. If you can buy the half point to three, that'd be great. Um, North Carolina State quietly had a really good year, eight and three straight up, seven and four against the spread. They bring a four-game winning streak into the postseason. Dave Gordon's club has been an underdog six times. They're four and two against the spread with three outright wins versus Wake at Pitt and at Virginia. Kentucky, four and six straight up, four five and one against the spread. A pedestrian offense that ranks number one seventeen nationally in total yards, number one twenty-one in passing yards, number one hundred seven in scoring with a meager twenty-one point seven points per game average. Uh NT State, they lost their quarterback that was playing really well uh, about four, I want to say about four games in, but Bailey Hockman, the former FSU QB, has thrown for three thirteen and three oh nine yards in back-to-back wins with four touchdown passes and only one interception. Uh, Kentucky has uh, undergone some coaching staff changes since the last regular season game. The offensive coordinator is out. Uh, obviously, the offensive line coach uh, tragically passed away earlier yes. in the year. Yes. And they, they had some other uh, changes in their coaching staff. So um, I don't know that that's a big a factor. I just think North Carolina State uh, has looked like the better team, and I think they'll win out right.
0: And again, that one starts things off at noon Eastern time on Saturday. So after all the semifinal action on Friday, they're coming back with four games on Saturday. This, again, ESPN and the bowl games that lay out this schedule. So that is the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, north of where I am to the east of where Brian is in Jacksonville, Kentucky, and NC State uh, in that one. Um, I like here in the Tampa Bay area, the traditional Outback Bowl, the SEC and the Big Ten. Uh, uh, Indiana's been a great story. You mentioned them in that Ohio State game earlier in our conversation. That's their only loss uh, this season. Tom Allen deserves a lot of consideration for Coach of the Year. I know that Nick Saban and Dabo and Brian Kelly get a lot of the attention, but Tom Allen has done a fantastic job with the Hoosiers. Uh, with their dramatic upset of Penn State in their opening game, they they won a couple of other um, impressive games uh, over Michigan State and and uh, coming down the stretch of the season. I know Ole Miss getting eight points here. You you were kind of warning me off off the air here to be careful. Matt Corral, the quarterback, is there. In their final game uh, back 10 days ago, they scored a bunch but lost to LSU, but they have some guys that have opted out. They have some injuries, and you're warning me about Lane Kiffin's Ole Miss team getting the eight or nine points here, right?
2: Yeah, so the uh, stud uh, sophomore running back, uh, Ely has not been practicing, uh, got banged up uh, against LSU, and uh, Braylon Sanders also uh, stud wide receiver. Uh, he and Ely are very iffy. And, you know, with Elijah Moore and Kenny Yeboah already opting out before the LSU game. Uh those injuries are even more important. Uh excuse me, Ely rushed for seven hundred and forty five yards, nine touchdowns, five point one uh yards per carry average. Uh whereas Sanders uh had fourteen receptions, three hundred and seventy yards and four touchdowns. Now he missed a couple games uh with injury. Uh but you know, he's the third leading third leader in receiving yards. Uh, with Yaboa and Moore out, obviously Moore, 86 receptions, 1193 yards, eight touchdowns, All-American in most uh, publications, All-American teams. So, but yeah, they scored 48 without Yaboa and uh, and a lot and Elijah Moore, and uh, maybe the over is the way to look. I mean, we know Missouri. I mean, uh, Mississippi cannot play any defense, and what the total 65, 66 range. Uh, let's see their last total. Uh lower than that was just the Vanderbilt game. In fact, this is their what fourth lowest total of the year. Um so uh maybe maybe the over is the way to look there.
0: Yeah, they have scored Ole Miss in their last five games moving backwards, 48, 31, 59, 54, uh in those uh in those last four games uh, on that list. And and again, uh Ole Miss went through a pause because of COVID nineteen. They've overcome that. Let's see uh, what happens again in that Outback Bowl. I like them, though, against, remember, no Michael Penix with the torn ACL, the the left-handed quarterback from the Tampa Bay area. He would have been playing in front of some home friends and family Uh, For Indiana, but he's injured and out and and missed their last couple of games with that injury. They are favored by eight or eight and a half. Indiana, I will take Ole Miss for Three Dog Thursday purposes. Also have a Fiesta Bowl, Oregon, Iowa State. And then we mentioned North Carolina, Texas A&M playing Saturday night. We're staying away from the two dogs, Oregon and North Carolina in those games. For now, I think we're good. Brian, stand by. We've got much more on the way. Brian will be back later in the show. Crazy final Sunday of the NFL, Week 17. Still to come, our YouTube roundtable, Todd Grisham of DAZN, Marquise Johns from the Big Fight Weekend, podcast and website they will be here talking football for a little bit on our youtube roundtable featured segment some nfl conversation will be coming up maybe even a little college football because grisham is in dallas for the big lightweight contender showdown fight saturday night they're playing the college football semifinals on friday on new year's day in uh, at&t stadium with alabama notre dame we'll talk all about that coming up straight ahead as part of three dog thursday But first, let's tell you a little bit more about our friends at MyBookie.ag. The year is ending. We're flipping the calendar into 2021 with all of the different stuff going on this weekend. College football playoff semifinals, final weekend of the NFL regular season. The NBA is back. We've got it all at MyBookie.ag. And if you sign up today, you get a halfway deposit match up to $1,000 as a special offer from us and you got that opportunity with our promo code SGP. Get in on the action. They'll match your bonus 50% all the way up to $1,000. Put $100 in, get $50, bucks, put $500 in on your initial deposit, get $250 to spend all the way up to $1,000 with MyBookie.ag. Head over there now, take advantage of the offers, and whether it is the college football playoff, whether it is the NFL or the NBA, you know that you bet with the best, when you bet with my bookie, That's MyBookie.ag, and the promo code is SGP. And we're also brought to you in part by Thrive Fantasy, the daily fantasy sports app for player props and just in time for the holidays. As part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows, we're teaming up with Thrive Fantasy for an awesome SGP merchandise bundle. Send in a screenshot of you joining Thrive Fantasy's promo code SGP, and signing up for Thrive Fantasy and you've got a chance to win a $100 in Sports Gambling Podcast merchandise. So email your screenshot of you joining Thrive Fantasy using our promo code SGP send it to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com with the screenshot and you've got a chance to win a 100 bucks for the holidays in SGP merchandise. Alright, so with Thrive you eliminate the countless hours of all the research every which direction on Daily Fantasy and instead in the NFL choose 10 of the 20 available player props, build your lineup and get into the contest to play and on the final weekend of the NFL season a couple of props that I'm looking at Tom Brady and the Buccaneers can be the fifth seed in the NFC playoffs with a win over Atlanta the under over is half an interception for Brady against the Falcons he's been rolling the last three games with no picks I'm not taking him to throw a pick in this game with the Falcons he may only play the first half I would take the under on the half interception same time the Cowboys are playing the Giants in an early game on Sunday Ezekiel Elliott's prop is half of a rushing touchdown against the Giants. I think he will get one. I like the Cowboys to win this game. So for the Thrive Fantasy prop, I'm going over for Ezekiel Elliott in that one. And for one of the late games, interesting that Drew Brees is 21 and a half on completions against Carolina. They beat Washington last week. Uh, will Breeze play the entire game? Will he need to play the entire game here for them to win? Might they use Taysom Hill? Might they use Jameis Winston? I'm going to go under 21 and a half completions for Drew Breeze in the game against Carolina. And if you want one more, the uh, the game coming on. Sunday night, Washington football team must win to win the East. The under-over on combined rushing and receiving yards for Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team is 68 and a half for the Thrive Fantasy prop at the time that we're doing this. I'll take the over. I think he'll have a big enough game rushing and receiving Antonio Gibson running back for the Washington football team. Take the over on his combined rush and receive yards. So there are some examples of what you can do with Thrive Fantasy. Thrive has given out over $100,000 the last couple of weeks in guaranteed prizes, and they're continuing to give it out uh, right now if you get these successful props and enter their contest. They've paid out over $250,000 in cash prizes so far this season. Uh, with Thrive Fantasy. So again, sign up with Thrive Fantasy. Use our promo code SGP. And if you're a first-time depositor, you get a match up to 50 bucks when you put in. Get an instant match up to $50 on your initial deposit. So again, go get Thrive Fantasy in the Apple Store, in the Google Play Store. Download it. Find out more of the rules and regulations at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Use our promo code SGP. We are also brought to you in part by BetterThan.Vegas. It's an all-new, completely free website sharing thousands of handicapping videos. It's like YouTube, but it's for what the DGENs only care about. Of course, the DGENs only all part of the Sports Gambling Podcast, the network fleet of shows. The best part is you get to watch all the video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast network crew and what they're posting exclusively over on BetterThan.Vegas. They cover all sports, the NFL, college football, college basketball. NBA will be here soon as well. If the free video picks aren't enough, they're giving away cash. $1,000 to the handicapper that wins the most units and $1,000 to the handicapper that has the most followers. Make sure you subscribe on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash B-T-V. Better than Vegas, B-T-V, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash B-T-V, so you don't miss out on any of these videos. Head over to betterthan.vegas. That's better Vegas to see more. And if you've ever thought of owning your own sportsbook but you didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start it up. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately. They've got top-notch customer service going 24/7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry and plus Ace Per Head also has live betting and a great mobile experience. You can get started today. Ace is offering six weeks free, by the way. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP to find out more.
1: The dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is TJ Reeves.
0: As promised, it is the YouTube roundtable, and we're doing something different. you got to come find us on YouTube for Three Dog Thursday, and this is a double feature because I got my guys with me that are ready to talk boxing on the Big Fight Weekend Boxing Podcast, but they both are NFL guys. So I say, why not get a two-for-one because they're willing to go along with it. Marquise Johns, BigFightWeekend.com senior writer, co-host of the Big Fight Weekend podcast with me, is on board. Week Sauce, good to have you on Three Dog Thursday 1st, and we're looking forward to talking much more boxing later. Hopefully this is making sense to those that are only hearing us, but if you're seeing us, Marquise, how are you?
3: Pretty good, TJ. Waiting for a new year and a new football season on my end, but nonetheless, it's great to be here as always.
0: Yeah, the Lions are definitely hurting. Also, you see that smiling face on our screen from Todd Grisham of DAZN. You remember him also from ESPN, his days in the WWE. Uh, Good to have you as we talk a little football first. We are going to be talking boxing with Todd and Marquise, but a little football first. Todd Grisham, thank you for answering the call here.
1: No problem. I even have, for those watching, if you look close enough, I've got my falcons hat on but i went to all black so you have to look real close to see it's a falcons logo because i don't want anyone to know from a distance
0: well we got you (laughs) we got you on that and so hey how fitting while we talk a little pro football here on three dog thursday that the last two buccaneer wins are against your falcons todd and your lions marquise in fact i'm going to share the screen marquise is shaking his head right now because he knows he knows where, where this is going uh, I'm, I'm not allowed to roll moving pictures, but if a picture could say it all about last week, 47-7 Buccaneers over the Lions, there it is, Marquise. Um, uh, what, what a freight train job by the Buccaneers to make the playoffs. You're still smarting from that one. Uh, but again, Marquise Todd lives with me here in the Tampa Bay area, so he is somewhat interested in the Buccaneers now being in the playoffs at the Lions' expense. Yeah. Marquise, give me, give me a few seconds.
3: Uh, two thoughts first, TJ. This picture you're showing here—that's the closest any line defender got to anybody all game Saturday. That's very well said. <laughs> very, very second, well said. Second, second, second of all, uh, dude, the Bucks getting uh, getting a chance to get to the playoffs here. You know what, TJ? Because we've we've been down here for a while. It's been a long time since they had this. And we this this Buckner team has sat through some miserable coaches: the uh, Greg Sciano era, the Raheem Morris, the Younger, all the, all that, all that fun, the Dick Cotter, all that fun stuff, and now at this. It's playoff atmosphere here, and I will admit it's always a better time down here when that happens.
0: It does seem to be that way. All right, so, Todd, you're a big Falcon guy, and the Falcons have played hard at the end here. They've not been very good. And, again, I've got much affection for Raheem Morris because I did his radio shows, pregame, postgame. Again, it's been a tough situation, and the Bucs play the Falcons this weekend as we're ready to talk that more as the show goes on. Uh, But the Bucs are in the playoffs. Uh, What what about (laughs) what do you see?
1: Could the Bucks have had an easier closing hand to the schedule? I mean, why didn't they just go ahead and put wins, like three bye weeks in a row, for God's sakes? It was the Tom Brady plate du jour to get him into the postseason. But the, the, the problem with the Falcons is the same thing that started at the end of the Super Bowl. They cannot close games. They can't stop anybody. I don't care how good the offense is. I don't care if Julio Jones is healthy, if Matt Ryan's great. They don't have much of a pass rush, their secondaries and shambles, and they can't close games. There's been a if, there was I think three different games early in the year. One was certainly against the Cowboys that they had at one point a 99% chance to win. So for 3 99% chance things to happen in succession is like 1 in 5 billion. That is
0: the Atlanta Falcons. Falcon oh, football, baby, on that one. That's the voice of Todd Grisham of DAZN. Marquise Johns with me for a couple of more minutes talking football. I plug again, come find the Big Fight Weekend Boxing Podcast because there's much more on boxing coming up. But I'm getting a football plug in here for the NFL Week 17. And I'm going to go back uh, on screen here, and, and I want thoughts from you guys just real quick here. So, Todd Falcons getting six and a half points from our friends at mybookie.ag uh, here. We don't know how long the Buck starters will play. How long will Brady play? How much are they going to try to win the game for playoff seating? Are you saying to the audience the Falcons might be able to sneak in the back door here plus the six and a half or stay hey, away? I, what say you?
1: I'm saying if you're going to take the Falcons, just, just take the money line plus 240. I mean, the Falcons are – are very good at blowing games. They're also great at winning games that mean absolutely nothing. I think last year, I'm getting this wrong, but it was close. They won maybe five of their last six. And everyone was like, Dan Quinn's going to be fine. Let's keep him around. And then, <laughs> so the Falcons <laughs> are that team that'll, that'll pick you up when you, you're already down and it doesn't mean anything. So if wow. I would not take the Bucks, That's what I would All say. Right. Do stay not,
0: away do from not the take Bucks. the Bucs. Uh, Marquis, stay away. Same thing from you on this game that we're looking at on screen here.
3: Yeah, TJ, only because I don't know how long we're going to have Tom Brady and how long Blake Garbers would be handing the football off. I don't want to touch anything near outside of the, the Falcons and they they have found ways to stay in these games despite blowing these leads but somehow covering regardless.
0: All right. So uh, the Bucks again already know that they're in. What I'm looking for are the lines on the uh, on the earlier games. So I'm just curious, give me an opinion guys. The Cowboys play at the Giants. And that is an early game. There it is at 1 o'clock. If Dallas wins, they're alive. If New York wins, they're alive. They both have to have Washington lose in the Sunday night game. Do either of you have a prediction? Are the Giants going to win and set into motion a possible 6-10 and 10 team getting in the NFL playoffs? Uh, do either one of you have an opinion on Giants or Cowboys, Todd or Marquise? Anybody want to jump in the, the, the deep end here?
1: Well, since I'm, me- I'm in Dallas – and I'm the guest, Marcus, so zip it for a second, okay? You let me chime in first, for God's sakes. Uh, Lions fans to the back. Anyway, <laughs> the Cowboys, hey, the last two or three games, basically they've had the gun to their head. Like, if you lose, you're done. And what have they – not only have they won, they've won pretty convincingly. They looked great last week. They looked really good against the 49ers. The Giants, not as good, obviously. And as, as much as you – America's team, they – they're horrible to bet on because they never cover for you. They're so fun to watch. They're so sexy. But lately, they've been playing good. So you always want to take the hot team down the stretch, in my humble opinion.
0: Marquise, you agree it's going to be Dallas? Or could we have the Armageddon three-way tie if Washington loses at 6-10 and 10 if the Giants win?
3: I'm actually rooting for the Armageddon on this, TJ. And I'm, I'm rooting for Daniel Jones to somehow limp the, this New York football Giants team into the playoffs. <laughs> I am all for that. I don't know who he's going to hand it off to because uh, Saquon Barkley's been out since like week three. But I'm looking forward to seeing that. And I can't root for Dallas on anything. No one, no one says clutch and Annie Dalton in the same sentence, Todd, as you well
0: know. So I I'm not rooting
3: right. in yet either.
0: <laughs> I agree. All right. We'll see how all of this plays out. Guys, you did fantastic playing along with me here on the Three Dog Thursday podcast. Once again, thank you to Todd Grisham and to Marquise Johns. Once again, we promote, go find us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast as part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of Shows. Search Big Fight Weekend podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, Google podcast, because we're going to talk the real deal. We're going to talk boxing, which is what we have Todd and Marquise on anyway for boxing on that podcast. So thank you, guys on the YouTube round table here for Three Dog Thursday. You both did great. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Marquise.
1: Thanks, You're welcome. So, so, so just, 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 to, just to follow up, we, we're going to take the Falcons' money line and the Cowboys' money line for the parlay it, and we're all going to be drinking in Vegas in 2050 when it opens back up.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love it. <laughs> Indeed, we are back one more time with Senior Handicapper MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider Brian Edwards, who knocked one home with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the great comeback over the Colts last week in NFL football, was crazy in Week 16 and now Week 17, just like the NFL wants it. I think it's something like all but four games have some kind of playoff implication out of the 16 remaining games. It's either... It's either uh, 11 or 12 of them have some playoff bearing or seeding in the game coming for this weekend. Uh, but just a real quick, I mean, this just as a general comment, Brian, this is what you want if you're the NFL and if you're a fan. It is going to be crazy for about eight or nine hours of football uh, until we get to about halftime of that Washington-Philadelphia Sunday night game and everything has sorted out. Uh, pretty much. This is going to be a wild final weekend to close out a wild, bizarre 2020 uh, year and NFL season.
2: Yeah, that's what the NFL wants. But as a better, I think you proceed with caution. You've got to be uh, aware that uh, you know, even though some teams might have a little bit of motivation uh, for seeding purposes, uh, most most coaches, you know, put their health, especially this year with with road games not necessarily being as big a factor um with the exception of like a Saints team having to go to Green Bay you don't want to deal with that kind of cold weather but um you know road games aren't as a home field's not as big a deal this year in my opinion except for like a team like Green Bay of course with the cold um cold weather up there but um you know you got to be very cautious this week I'm not going to be on any games, and I'll have a limited card this week.
0: Yeah, very true, because again, teams could start resting players, which you don't have any way of knowing that in advance, despite what they tell you. It's a great point, too, that you may not care as much about going on the road to New Orleans and the Superdome. I mean, usually playing in there with 75,000 people, I jokingly referred to that as a four Advil game, two before the game and two more after the game because of the headache from the noise. Same thing with Seattle outdoors, with how loud the 12s are, the 12s are wealth man, that they call it, even though they ripped it off from Texas A&M, got sued and lost and got told to stop doing it. Uh, The the bottom line is, you're right, we don't know what to expect Uh, instead of having a raucous environment in pittsburgh with the terrible towels there's no one there i mean it's it's great jim nance even said that during the indianapolis game when pittsburgh took the lead last week brian that traditionally we've been here 20 times where the steelers would make that big comeback and every fan would be on their feet waving a terrible towel and it's one of the best scenes in the nfl and it's just bizarre that you're looking at an empty stadium while it happened but that's that's the reality that we're in so you make a good point uh with that with that being said, there are so many games. I touched on this at the beginning of the show, but there are so many games where somebody's got to win to get in. Let Let's start in the <laughs> AFC, where we know this: that for the Miami Dolphins, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Cleveland Browns, they need no other help. It is win or and you're in for wildcard purposes. Same can be said for the Tennessee Titans, who can win the AFC South with an outright win at Houston, need no other help. So there's four AFC teams that need no other help. Indianapolis is sitting there with 10 wins, currently tied with Baltimore, with Cleveland, with Miami. They need help. They need one of those teams to lose. So you've got five AFC games right there that matter, that are all going on at the same time by design coming Sunday, that's going to be crazy, just real quick.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be nuts, and there'll be a lot of scoreboard watching, and um, it should be fun, but again, as a gambler, uh, I would be very (laughs) soft.
0: What do you make of the Cleveland Browns situation where Mike Tomlin announced midweek Mason Rudolph is going to quarterback, to your point about resting, guys, Big Ben is going to rest because we know we're playing the next week, um and and Pittsburgh has already locked up the north on a tiebreaker now even if they finish tied with Cleveland so they know they've got a home game that line is 10 Cleveland has to win I'm not saying for three dog Thursday purposes that you would take the Steelers but man if, if you're a fan of the Colts you're disappointed that the Steelers aren't trying to put it on Cleveland here because that's a team you need to lose that's the whole deal yeah
2: but I mean if I'm Mike Tomlin I'm just stoked that uh you know the Jets won last week, and that they got back on track in the second half against the Colts. And look, they they know other than the second half against the Colts, they've been playing like garbage for more than a month. And uh, this game means absolutely uh, nothing to them. And I would just rest up, get you guys healthy. It's not like you got a lot of mo- I mean, you got second half momentum from Indianapolis, but whatever. I mean, you're you're not playing very good football. Um, I, I would get everybody healthy. And that so looks I, like I get it on Tom's part.
0: Pardon me. It looks like that is, in fact, what they're going to do. And again, for the for the Browns, they were without their receivers last week in this COVID-19 crazy season. No Jarvis Landry, uh, no Rashad Higgins, the other receivers that they have. Uh, They were ended up playing a couple of practice squad guys that had never suited up in an NFL game trying to play receiver. And it showed as uh, Cleveland was undermanned there for that one, uh, let's just see what happens. Uh, I did I did make mention uh, that the Tennessee Houston game is uh, matters for the AFC South, and that game is actually a four twenty five game. That game later on in the day, uh, and the same with Indianapolis and Jacksonville, because again, Indianapolis needs a loss from somebody, including Tennessee. They can't just win and get in. But there's a scenario, Brian Edwards, you got to love this, where if the Titans don't take care of business at Houston and they lose and everybody else ends up winning out of Miami, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Indianapolis, the Titans may be all the way out of the playoffs. What do you make of that scenario that it could be no Ryan Tannehill, no Derrick Henry if they don't take care of business? First of all, they've got nervous times. Well,
2: Cincinnati won at Houston last week, so you better just take care of this. I mean <laughs> Bengals can do it, you can do it or you don't belong in the playoffs. That's but a good point
0: go. too. And I know Deshaun and Watson
2: you don't have to deal with weather. It's uh it's, Right. It'll be January third. So, and it's and it's uh, you, inside. In the dome. And it's inside,
0: yeah. very true. And Deshaun Watson was hurt at the end of that game at the time that we're taping on three dog Thursday we're not positive. On his status uh, with a shoulder slash elbow situation. They don't have to designate it yet until later on Wednesday. We don't have that in front of us. I still like Hugh. If I'm going for an earlier underdog, I like Houston getting those points against Tennessee. Could it be that Derrick Henry and company, the playoff darlings of last year, missed the playoffs? And under this scenario, Uh, That could happen because I don't think Indianapolis is going to lose to Jacksonville at home, favored by 14. Of course, the Jaguars have already locked up the number 1 seed. They may go for broke and take some risks and run some trick plays. We'll see. But that's a very interesting game. I'm liking Houston. Uh, Deshaun Watson plays. I'm liking them as a spoiler, getting 7.5 or 8 to at least keep it close. We'll see on that one. Over in the NFC for the playoffs, again, there are – Playoff seeds up for grabs and the NFC East. Again, the the Cardinals and Rams play each other. The winner is in. We know that. The loser may be all the way out. If Chicago wins, in fact, the loser of Arizona and the Rams is out. If Chicago wins with Green Bay. Quick comment from you. Mitchell Trubisky is playing better. The Bears playing at home with the uh, with the Packers. It's a win and get in situation for them. But But Brian, Green Bay also has to win to lock up home field advantage. Very intriguing what's going to happen. Do you believe some of this is a mirage with Trubisky, that it's been bad competition and it will show itself with Chicago playing Green Bay? Who has to win? In
2: terms of opening my bank account, if I'm Chicago (laughs) uh, management and and, uh, ownership, yeah, I'm not not opening my bank account and signing him to big money contract. You already made the mistake trading all those picks and taking him so early. Um, I mean, good that he's played better, and, and great if he leads you to win over Green Bay and gets in the playoffs, and then maybe you reevaluate that. But right now, no, I'm not no. in my pocketbook. Negative,
0: first. yeah, right yeah. on that. And again, I'm working the Buccaneer Falcon game. Sorry, Brian. I hope the Buc- the Bucks just drop kick the Falcons one more time uh, to drop them to four and twelve, and that would lock up the five whoa, seed. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa kick a couple weeks ago. That's okay.
0: true. They were behind the in the first kick. half. They drop kicked him in the second half, outscored him 31 to 10. Let's hope that picks up where it left off. Ask the Lions about what it was like to face Tom Brady last week, and let's see. And I know the Falcons played the Chiefs tough and, and shoulda, coulda, woulda on that game. We'll see what happens in this final game because the Bucks the Bucks have incentive. They can be the five seed. They control their own destiny. They win. They're the five seed. And that means you're playing the NFC East champion. And the Cowboys and the Giants are playing at the same time, Brian, as the Buccaneer game. The winner of that game will be alive for the moment to win the NFC East. Uh, And then the, uh, the nighttime Washington football team game at Philadelphia will decide the East because either Washington wins and they get it or Washington loses and the giant cowboy winner gets the NFC East and gets the home game you're you're rooting for the mayhem aren't you you want the giants to win and Washington to lose because then it's a three-way tie at 6 and 10 and the giants get the tiebreaker which would be incredible a 6 and 10 tiebreaker win for the New York Giants would put them in if they win and Washington loses on that Sunday night game, I like the way Philadelphia has played with Jalen Hurts. Uh, he had a couple of touchdowns in last week's game. The offense still moving. They have to win for Doug Peterson, who's trying to hang on to his job. They're already eliminated in this scenario. I like the Eagles getting points. We don't know who the Washington quarterback is. We know who it's not. They cut Dwayne Haskins. But uh, one more time, Brian, I like I like Philly in this as for Three Dog Thursday purposes on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, I kind of like Philly as as well because Jalen is the kind of guy who can scramble against that Washington front forward that is so good, but Washington is struggling so bad offensively right now, certainly at the quarterback position that you got to like Philadelphia's uh, chances at home although it'd be nice that philadelphia could get back some uh, key defensive players that are all listed as questionable although it's very early in the week as we're talking right now
0: and again doug peterson on top of the world three seasons ago as the super bowl winning coach and now he there it's philadelphia they eat coaches alive in that market in all sports they're after him uh, about carson Wentz regressing so We will wait and see how that plays out, but I like the Eagles in that matchup, and then can my Buccaneers get into the five seed? It is definitely going to be wild uh, for this weekend. Let's see what happens. Let's see what translates. Uh, Again, in uh, in the Arizona Rams game, just real quick, we don't know who the quarterback is. We know the Rams... Have, have Jared Goff with thumb surgery. He had a pin put in the thumb. They're hoping he can play in a playoff game. They signed Blake Bortles midweek, or will it be John Wolford, the quarterback from the American Alliance of American Football Spring League who's been a Rams backup and has played for them in the preseason last year? Will it be him? And for the Cardinals, if Kyler Murray can't play, it's a former Canadian League quarterback, Chris Streveler, who will be the... Chris Streveler against John Wolford for a playoff spot. Rams against Cardinals, maybe, in L.A. Uh, Just wait for Sunday. We don't know that officially. We'll wait to see who the quarterbacks are in that game. Should be crazy. Brian, I know you're going to have great information here as New Year's Eve turns to New Year's Day and all through the weekend for the college, for the NFL injuries, the latest on who's playing, who's not. Tell them more about how they find it all on your site and also your social media, sir.
2: Uh, Yeah, uh, MajorWager.com, and you can follow us on uh, Twitter at MajorWagerUno, U-N-O. You can follow uh, me on Twitter at Vegas, Uh, b edwards and also uh you can get my picks uh at vegasinsider.com or brian and um additional content uh on vegas insider right now i'm writing a rose bowl preview uh already have my cotton bowl preview up and gonna have a preview for uh the sugar bowl of clemson and ohio state uh up by tomorrow on vegas insider as well
0: all right so again check all of that out both MajorWager.com and Vegas Insider. Brian, good luck with the underdogs. I know you like NC State and that Gator Bowl. You're liking the Eagles with me on Sunday night. One thing is for sure, wild weekend starting with Friday's college football playoff semifinals. This time next week, we know who the two teams are in the championship game. We believe it will be Bama and Clemson. Let's see. And then the NFL playoffs sort out with any combination of teams that could make it or could be out. We will find out what happens. Brian, great stuff. Thank you for hanging with me again here on Three Dog Thursday.
2: Thanks, man. Happy holidays to you and your listeners.
0: And there we go. That will do it for this final edition of 2020 as we bring in the new year on Three Dog Thursday, and get ready for all the games this weekend. My thanks again to Brian Edwards, the senior handicapper, MajorWager.com, and Vegas Insider. Also, our YouTube roundtable segment. Again, we did something different, something unusual, where we talked some football with Todd Grisham of Zone, Marquise Johns of the Big Fight Weekend website and podcast. Because we are also talking boxing with those guys on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. So a doubleheader, if you will. I talked a little football with them. Thank you to them for playing along. And again, check out the Big Fight Weekend podcast. It is part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. If you're a boxing fan... Uh, If you're a sports fan, you'll get into it. We have a good time talking about the fights, the fights making all kinds of comebacks with the big names, the heavyweights, Canelo Alvarez, uh, the welterweights, including Errol Spence and Manny Pacquiao and Terrence Crawford. This kid, Ryan Garcia, if he wins big by knockout on Saturday night, uh, this weekend in Dallas, he is destined for a big time lightweight showdown title showdown. So we love talking the boxing, find the big fight weekend podcast as well. Uh, BigFightWeekend.com is the website, and again, it's part of the Sports Gambling Podcast network of shows. My thanks again uh, to the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, Colby Dan, everybody associated with that podcast, SportsGamblingPodcast.com, their network feed of shows. They've been great to us again for this year in 2020. We're looking for bigger and better things in 2021. The audience came back. By the thousands and thousands, triple and quadruple the numbers as the fall and the football got underway. Keep it up. Keep listening and make sure you subscribe to this podcast as well. Three Dog Thursday. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts. Subscribe. It's the easiest way to get us. Get ready. Here we go. College football playoff semifinals. Final regular season weekend uh, in the NFL. I'm looking forward to all the games. This time next week, we know the two teams in the championship game, likely Alabama and Clemson yet again. We know all the NFL playoff matchups. We'll be ready to talk all about it in the new year. Be safe. Happy New Year, and thank you for being with me one more time in 2020 on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.